Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. Now then, dear listener, this is this. I'm already grinning at this one because this is an opportunity for me to do really what I I think is my USP, my u- unique selling point, which is to to deliver something with a sort of PhD behind it. But <laughs> this guy is as kung fu panda. All right, so here we go. I'll I'll just start with this kind of. Um, this is inspired, in fact, by one of my work colleagues, uh, Nigel Percy, who writes just the best blogs ever. And uh, he wrote this years and years and years ago. He wrote about Kung Fu Panda. So basically he says, if you've ever seen Kung Fu Panda, which obviously I have, then if you've not seen it, then treat yourself. It's an epic tale. It's kind of martial arts and fitness and wellness and noodle soup and a rather podgy panda. So in the unlikely event you've not seen it, here's the plot spoiler. So Poe is a bit of a buffoon of a panda and he trains to be a kung fu ninja right so so why well he wants to earn the dragon scroll which contains a secret that will enable him to fight the evil snow leopard which is threatening his village so got it so far of course you've not got it it, it doesn't make any sense what, whatsoever but it's it's just actually very funny now meantime while he's training back at the family cafe his his father who's in fact a bird not a panda get your head round that reveals there's no secret ingredient in his best-selling secret ingredient noodle soup so this cheeky little father of a bird has been fooling his customers for all these years that's the, that's the side story now panda poe he doesn't seem to be bothered that his dad is a bird <coughs> or in fact that he's been uh, <laughs> He's a big fat liar of a bird as well because he's... Anyway, Poe's too busy winning the Dragon Scroll, which, if you remember, contains a secret ingredient of how to defeat the baddie leopard. Now, Poe gets the scroll. He nervously unfurls this Dragon Scroll for the big reveal. And... Folks, there are no words in the scroll. It's just a shiny, reflective surface. So basically, Poe is looking back at him himself. And at first, obviously, he's horrified. He was expecting to find some answers. But of course, he is the answer. So Poe is already good enough. And boom, guess what? He knocks spots off that evil snow leopard. And it's like, hurrah, from unfitness to fitness, unwellness to wellness, from lack of confidence to total confidence, from unfocused to focus, from basically Poe goes from buffoon to hero in about 95 minutes. The village is saved. Hurrah. And we can do the whole thing again in... Kung Fu Panda 2 and 3 and 4. Now, it's a, it's a beautifully uh, crafted movie, actually. and But it, it it comes back to what the art of being real does and what the whole of personal development really does is is to ask the question, the fundamental question, who's the most important person you talk to every day? So who's the person in charge of your life? And obviously the clue, put the, you know, <laughs> stop listening to this podcast and go to the bathroom and stand in front of your very own secret scroll aka the bathroom mirror that person will be there 
So it's the quality of the relationship with yourself that determines the quality of your relationship pretty much with everybody else. And if there's something missing in your life, dear listener, it's probably you. You you at your best, basically. It's the version of you that's shining and glowing with vitality and positivity. Now, we can all think of a handful of people in our lives who kind of seem to take life in their stride. So these people have got this extra energy, this passion, this can-do mentality. And they're not, look, they're not rich or famous. They're no cleverer than you and I. They don't have perfect lives. But there's a certain something about them. Um, and as I've been explaining like in previous podcasts, is the bizarre thing is that this handful of people with this zest and this passion and this positivity, they've never really been studied before. So if you think about what I was explaining about positive psychology, the entire medical and psychological profession exists to cure people who were not well. All right, so those who are buzzing with life, they've been totally ignored. <laughs> their tendency to not be ill means that we just let them to crack on with their happiness in their lives. And that I, I took the view that these people, these amazing people, these people who are already happy and, and full of vitality, they've been cold-shouldered for too long. Right? I wanted to flip psychology on its head and, and give these people this warm embrace. The handful we can think of right now, not only have, are they happy, but they also have the power to light you up too. I call that flourishing. So my, my PhD was around, well, first of all, who the heck are those people that we've ignored for 150 years in psychology? The ones who are buzzing with health and vitality and happiness. Secondly, what are, they, what are these positive outliers doing that enable them to be happier and positive and more energetic than normal? And thirdly, most importantly, that we're showing on this podcast and we're sort of trying to share in our, in our keynotes and workshops is, well, what the heck can we learn from them? What strategies can we learn from them that we can apply to our own lives so we might actually also elevate our levels of happiness too? And uh, so I like to think of positive psychology as the study of what can go right with you. All right, now we call these people the two percenters. I've shared it before. And essentially what we're trying to do is give people a leg up to that version of you in the secret dragon scroll. <laughs> that version of you looking back at you is like, you're the one, you're the one, but it's you at your best. So I call them two percenters. We call them two percenters in our work. And two percenters, that version of you that's shining, that version of you will change your life for the better. All right, it's probably the most important thing that you will ever do is be that version of you at your best. Now, really good news about that, that I'm not sure it was necessarily sort of shared overtly on these podcasts, is that being a two percenter, so essentially stepping into that best version of you, that is a learned behavior. So, you know, after having spent 15 years in, you know, seeking out happy people, working out why they're so happy, they're not feeling amazing by accident. They're feeling amazing because they've got a set of learned behaviors. I call them intentional strategies, a bunch of stuff that they do that, that makes a difference to them. And by making a difference to you, it makes a difference to the people around you. Um, but here's the thing, it's not trying to be somebody else. The challenge isn't to, to be like anybody else. The challenge is to be more of who you already are at your best. Um, and it's not really a new beginning. It's The truth is you can't go back to the beginning and start again. But we can all evaluate the heartbeats that we have left and commit to making the best of the heartbeats that are yet to come. So again, this new beginning, it's, it's not a new beginning. It's not a new you. It's the 2% version of you. It's, it's you on a good day. It's the version of you 
before the modern world got its claws in. Right, that smiley face, that energy, that love of life. They're the sexiest things you'll ever wear, so wear them again. It's not too late. It's never too late. And also, crucially, and I'm hoping you can feel the passion here because I, this is so true and it's something that I was missing for 40 years. It's not really about self-improvement. I mean, how how could it be about self-improvement? You you were born when <laughs> you were born with so much to give. You had jaw-dropping potential. So it's for me and for the team at Art of Being Brill, it's about what we call self-remembering. All right, self-remembering. You are enough. You are amazing. Amazing is who you already are at your core. You were born. Think about it. You were born curious and questioning. You had a thirst for learning. You were born to play. You were pu pure potential, pure love. If you're not currently feeling any of that, it's not lost. It's just forgotten. So I'm going to finish this podcast with a call to action, really. That awesome version of you, that Dragon Scroll version of you, that 2% version of you. It's what your family needs. You know, it's, it, it, it's what your work colleagues need. It's what your customers need. It's what your next door neighbor needs. It's what you need. If you scribble that, it's bigger than that. You at your best is what the world needs. And we need that version of you to be looking back in the mirror at you. So my call to action, will the real you please step forward? Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. <laughs> Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 